Well, you've heard of $5 footlongs, but what about five burning questions going into the season for New Jersey Devils? This discussion was courtesy of my friend Christy Flannery of the Hockey Writers, and I found her article very interesting, and I want to talk about it in today's episode. Buckle up, everybody. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. So as you can see, my jerseys, or, or where am I pointing at? There we go. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll understand that I was trying to point to my jerseys. My jerseys have finally made a triumphant return, finally settling into my apartment. It's a little messy, but you guys can't really see it. But everything is an adjusting period, trying to get accustomed to the Arizona culture, hot heat all the time. And also I'm three hours behind my normal schedule. So trying to adjust to the time zone and uh, everything is a process, just trying to take it one day at a time. But I'm enjoying myself out here. It's definitely culture shock. But like I said, everything's an adjusting period. And moving on from that, I hope you guys enjoyed the long weekend. I hope you uh, relax during Labor Day. And something I normally do on the show, which is I look at reviews, and if it's a good review, I usually give that person a shout-out. Now, here's the thing. Someone left me a review. They left me five stars, but they said that I used the sentence, I feel as though a little too much. And I would have to agree with that because sometimes I do go off the cuff, and sometimes I do have the tendency to, like, repeat certain phrases, and maybe I'm not well aware of, like, when I repeat a phrase. And uh, like I said, guys, I try to give my full disclosure when I give an opinion, because it's my opinion alone. I'm not trying to uh, repeat myself, but that's just how it is sometimes. But that person is right. I do use the the phrase, I feel as though a little too much. So in today's episode, I'm going to be a little bit more aware of when I use it. So let's move on from that and let's get into today's discussion. So Chrissy Flannery, she's a friend of the show, recently released an article on the Hockey Writers, and she titled it, Devil's Five Burning Questions, heading into the 2022-2023 season. So it's fast approaching, guys. We're close to mid-September. We're going to be seeing uh, the rookies report to camp. We're going to see the veterans report to camp. So hockey season is fast approaching. We're going to go back to five episodes a week here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So can't wait for that. But, uh, yeah, the offseason is fast approaching to its end, and we are about to get ready for puck drop. And, there's still a lot of questions that the New Jersey Devils have, and Christy Flannery really hit the nail on the head. So when I saw this article, I was basically like, you know what? Christy Flannery brings up a couple good points. But I want to provide my two-cent opinion on the certain questions that she brought up because I've addressed it on the show before. So we're going to look at each and every question, and I'm going to give you guys my opinion. So the first question that Christy Flannery brings up is, can Blackwood and Vanacek get the job done for the New Jersey Devils? So a little bit of a snippet of her answer. She said the million-dollar question this season has everything to do with the two players in the crease for New Jersey. After dealing with the unfortunate realities of last season, the spotlight will be on Mackenzie Blackwood and Vitek Vanacek. Both will have something to prove. 
And the best case scenario is that head coach Lindy Ruff has a tough decision each night as which player will start in net. The truth is there is not a definitive number one goalie in New Jersey, and the competition should be enough to bring the best out of both of them because right now it's really anyone's net. She's right. That is an important question, which is who's going to be the starting goalie for New Jersey Devils. Now, if I had to put my money where my mouth is, I would say Mackenzie Blackwood. He's been there the longest. And I feel as though, um, oh, there, there I go again. I just said, I feel as though, let me, let me, let me rephrase that a little bit. Uh, in my opinion, I think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to be our go-to guy just because he's been there the longest. And when looking back at Blackwood, we haven't really given him a fair chance. Now, albeit he has to perform better, but this is a two-way street. I've mentioned it many times on my show before with Mackenzie Blackwood, which is we kind of put him in the same kind of trajectory as Corey Schneider, which is we relied on him too much. He didn't have a suitable backup. And basically, we just set him up for injury. And and obviously, that kind of pissed him off. And it forced him to make a change in his agent representation. And uh, there was this big falling out. I addressed it in a more recent episode. Those rumors seem to have died out. So I don't think Mackenzie Blackwood is going to be dealt away anytime soon. But once he reaches free agency, when his contract is over, that's obviously up in the air. But the question is, like, um, is Mackenzie Blackwood still a capable star for New Jersey Devils? And I humbly believe that Mackenzie Blackwood will certainly be the starting goalie for New Jersey Devils just because he has tenure there. And Vitek Vanacek, he's got to earn it. So unless Vitek Vanacek is able to outshow Mackenzie Blackwood in preseason, I don't see any reason why Mackenzie Blackwood won't be the starting goalie for New Jersey Devils because, uh, like I said, been there the longest, and I feel as though he has a lot to prove this season. I hope he's coming back fully healthy. According to Ryan Novozinski, who's a beat writer for the Devils, he says that Mackenzie Blackwood is healthy, so that's certainly an X factor going into the year. But the question that Chrissy Flannery has brought up, which is can Blackwood and Vanacek get the job done for the Devils, I think it solely relies on what VTech Vanacek can bring to the New Jersey Devils because I had a certain criteria when I was looking for a backup goalie, someone with more experience, someone who can act as a mentor towards Mackenzie Blackwood, and someone who puts up solid production. So Vitek Vanacek, when he was with the Washington Capitals, aside from his playoff run with them, he actually put up pretty respectable numbers. I said in a silly season episode over the course of the summer that Vitek Vanacek was, uh, could be a target for New Jersey Devils, and Lo and behold, they got him during the second day of the NHL draft. And I think he can be. And obviously, he doesn't provide the experience. And um, he, he doesn't, uh, um, you know, act as a mentor towards Mackenzie Blackwood. But, you know, his, his production is there. But it's solely going to rely on Vitek Vanacek. Can they get the job done? I don't know. I got to see how the first few games of the season goes. I really do hope that it's a difficult task for head coach Lindy Ruff to basically decide who's going to be the starting goalie in a good way. Like, I want him to be like, oh, boy, both these goalies are doing so good. Who am I going to start? Am I going to start Vanacek or am I going to start Blackwood? I really want that to be a tough decision. Not like it was last year where Lindy Ruff was basically, oh, boy, pick your poison at this point. Now, moving on to the second question that Chrissy Flannery brought up, which is, will Lindy Ruff finish the season as a New Jersey Devils head coach? I would say yes but he's going to be held to a shorter leash. So it depends on what the New Jersey Devils do come mid-season. So I anticipate that the New Jersey Devils are going to improve. 
but is Lindy Ruff going to be at the helm of it? I personally believe so because I feel as though we, similar to Mackenzie Blackwood, we didn't really give Lindy Ruff a comfortable position to succeed. And certainly the the band surrounding him, as in his assistant coaches, weren't helping him. So getting uh, a new staff around him, that can certainly help Lindy Ruff. But I think New Jersey Devils fans can sleep well at night knowing that there's a suitable backup option if all doesn't work well for Lindy Ruff. So we could go to Andrew Burnett, who was able to lead the Florida Panthers to the President's Trophy, able to weather the storm. Uh, during the midst of a scandal that, that was taking place that involved the Chicago Blackhawks year back. So my thing is simply this, which is Lindy Ruff, I feel as though he is definitely going to – there I go again. Did I just say I feel as though – sorry, force of habit, trying to break out of that. So uh, when it comes to Lindy Ruff, I think he's going to um, finish the season as the New Jersey Devils head coach because I don't see the New Jersey Devils like doing significantly worse compared to last year. In fact – there's no place for them to go but up, and they got better by default. And also keep in mind that you got three teams in the Metro that are uh, some of the oldest teams in the NHL. In fact, I think they are the oldest teams in the NHL. So you got the Capitals, you got the Islanders, and you got the Penguins. And I think the only two suitable playoff teams are the Rangers and also the Hurricanes. And then you got the youngest team in the NHL, which is the Columbus Blue Jackets, despite them landing Johnny Goodrow. And then you got to focus on the Philadelphia Flyers, which is they're absolutely a, how would I say this nicely? They're a complete circus. So I, I don't see the New Jersey Devils like doing worse compared to what they did last year. It would be, it would be significantly hard in that regard. So my thing is I think Lindy Ruff will finish the season because whether you want to or not, the New Jersey Devils are going to improve. And I think Lindy Ruff is going to be given – a lot of credit, and if you recall, a lot of players were able to have good scoring production under the guidance of Lindy Ruff this past season. So I don't see any reason why the New Jersey Devils would fire him. Now, would they renew his contract after this season? I would predict no, but I think he'll be given some sort of front office role, and I think Tom Fitzgerald has confirmed that. So we'll see what happens to Lindy Ruff in that regards. Now, before we continue with the questions courtesy of Christy Flannery, I want to bring you guys the first and only live read this morning, and it comes from our friends at Built Bar. So if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite flavor. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, are covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com and snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat, or you can uh, have a really good hiding place for it because maybe you want to keep it for yourself. So like all Built Bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture so good. What's great about Built is that they have all new bars that are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You can also catch Built Bar on the NASCAR circuit as Corey LaJoy, driver of the number seven car, is sponsored by Built Bar. So that's actually kind of cool to see. So you're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack or 
you just are in need of something before a workout, meeting, whatever the case might be. We've all been there before. So Built Bars will give you the perfect energy to get you through that tedious task. So the offer is go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Okay, let's get back to the discussion, courtesy of Christy Flannery of the Hockey Writers. So uh, going back to the first couple of questions, I believe Mackenzie Blackwood will be the starting goalie for the Devils, whether uh, Vanacek and Blackwood will be a suitable duo. I can't really tell at this point in time, but I hope it goes well. I mean, it, you, there's no place to go but up when it comes to the New Jersey Devils record, which is why I believe Lindy Ruff will remain as a head coach for the Devils and also – uh, the goalie situation was horrendous last year as well. So uh, next question, will New Jersey Devils power play improve under Burnett? I personally think so. Like, I think Burnett definitely is going to just be that breath of fresh air for New Jersey Devils. And I feel as though he'll be a huge upgrade over Mark Recchi because the fact of the matter is this, when Mark Recchi was with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and I told you guys about their big three, I told you guys about – their uh, championship uh, runs, how they've won like what three Stanley cups in the past like decade or so. So my thing is like, if Mark Recchi couldn't do it out, out in Pittsburgh, what made people think that he could do it in the devil's organization? One of the youngest teams in the NHL, a lot of up and coming stars, but not there yet under any stretch of the imagination. But now with Andrew Burnett, yes, the playoffs are a different story, similar to VTech Vanacek, but the fact of the matter is this, like Andrew Burnett, while coaching for the Florida Panthers, having to take over at an unprecedented time during the uh, scandal that involved the Chicago Blackhawks and the Kyle Beach story, then, you know, who's going to weather the sail? Who's going to help the Florida Panthers just maintain their consistency throughout the season and be one of the better teams in the NHL? It was Andrew Burnett, which is why he was in the running for the Jack Adams Award. And he was also able to lead the Florida Panthers to the President's Trophy. So uh, if he was able to do all that in the midst of a scandal, then I think he can certainly do it for a young and upcoming team like the New Jersey Devils. And uh, like I said in an episode over the summer, I feel as though, oh man, there I go again. I feel as though, I'm really trying guys. I'm really trying to break out of that habit. But you know, when you break out of a habit, it's usually hard at first. So I'm catching it right now. I'm doing it for that listener who says I, I do it too much. I'm, I'm doing this for you. I'm, I'm trying to change it up. So uh, when looking at uh, Andrew Burnett, you could really make the argument saying that maybe the New Jersey Devils are looking at him to be the next head coach. And they're kind of, uh, how would I say this, like gearing him up to take that role away from Lindy Ruff once Lindy Ruff's contract expires. Because I don't anticipate the New Jersey Devils extending Lindy Ruff, but uh, they can sleep well at night knowing that they have a suitable backup. So maybe they're just trying to get Burnett used to the organization, get used to knowing the players, and task him with what Mark Recchi was supposed to do last season, which is just try to help the New Jersey Devils uh, when it comes to special teams. So I think I think the Devils will certainly improve under uh, the guidance of Andrew Burnett. And you can't really get much worse. You, you can only improve from here. And the New Jersey Devils did show signs of improvement throughout the season in terms of their power play, but just never, ever, ever consistent. And I think they went on a stretch of like, I don't even know, like they were like over 20, over 30 in, in, a, in a stretch during the course of the season when it came to their power plays. I, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I remember talking about it in an episode if, if my memory serves me well. So 
yeah, my thing for Andrew Burnett is that not only do I think he'll uh, lead the New Jersey Devils to a much better special teams uh, numbers, but I feel as though this is definitely a consideration to be our next head coach. And I think the Devils organization are just preparing him for that role. And I think they are telling um, uh, Lindy Ruff, saying like, look, we're not going to extend your contract, but we'll give you a front office role. So we'll see what happens. The fourth question. Will Fitzgerald trade Severson and Graves or re-sign them? So when people ask me, like, Trey, why do you hate uh, Damon Severson so much? I don't hate Damon Severson at all. Yeah, he makes boneheaded plays, and, 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 yeah, he makes stupid mistakes, but so do a lot of players on the Devils organization. But the thing with Damon Severson, he was, yes, our best offensive defenseman, but I got to ask you guys this. Are you willing to pay Damon Severson, like, $8 million a year to keep him around? I'm, I don't. I think we can use that money elsewhere. So I think that you got to trade Damon Severson, whether you want to or not, just because you got to save some room in the cap space. And I just don't think Damon Severson, he's going to demand a big contract. And I think it's going to be north at around $8 million. Keep in mind, Jesper Bratt is only signed to one year. You can't keep Jesper Bratt as a rental. So you got to save money for there. So I feel as though trade Damon Severson while you got the chance. And while his value is still somewhat high, so that way maybe you could get some prospects, you could get some players that you can develop, whatever the case might be, because the Devils have one of the best prospect pools in the entire NHL. But trading away Damon Severson for maybe like a, a, I I guess, solid piece, I think that's a pretty good payday for New Jersey Devils, and it saves them some money. So I love Damon Severson. I love what he does on the offensive side of things when it comes to our defensemen. But I just don't think Damon Severson is worth $8 million a year. And I think a lot of Devils fans can back me up on that claim. So once again, love Severson. Just don't like the contract that he's anticipated to possibly get. And I just think that they could use their money elsewhere. Now when looking at Ryan Gray's, um, it it does raise an interesting question and a debate. Because on the one hand, Ryan Gray's is really underrated. But on the other hand, the Devils have been making some moves when it comes to defensemen, like they drafted Simone Nemetz. Obviously, they're going to try to develop him alongside with Luke Hughes. And then uh, they were able to get Marino. They were able to get Smith. So it's just a matter of like, okay, who's going to go for a New Jersey Devils? And I predict that it's going to be Damon Severson before Ryan Graves. But Ryan Graves puts up very solid production. And I feel as though it, it definitely goes under the radar. But when comparing Damon Severson and Ryan Graves, I feel as though Ryan Graves will stay because I just don't think he's going to generate that much attention around the league. I feel as though he's a, a very under-the-radar player, and I think the Devils can sleep well at night knowing that they're going to get solid production from Graves, but he's not going to demand too much money. So um, when, when comparing it between him and Severson, I think Severson will be the one to go, and I think Ryan Graves will be the one to stay. I just don't see the New Jersey Devils trading away Ryan Graves for whatever reason, because I felt as though his production last season for the Devils was very solid. So, um, yeah, when looking at that, I think Ryan Graves will stay for the New Jersey Devils, and I think uh, Damon Severson will go. And, um, you know, it's a tough pill to swallow, but we'll see what happens. Now, the fifth question, and it's something that I've been talking about on this show before, is can Alexander Holtz make the roster out of training camp? My answer is yes, but he is going to have stiff competition is not going to be easy for Alexander Holtz because it how the tables have turned last year we were talking about Alexander Holtz is going to be special 
we were talking about Alexander Holtz is going to make the roster. Then what happens? He, he lost his spot to Dawson Mercer. Dawson Mercer was able to not necessarily outperform Alexander Holtz during preseason, but he was able to just make high hockey IQ type of plays. And unfortunately, Alexander Holtz, his production could, could only take him so far. But can he make the roster out of training camp? Uh, it's possible, but you got someone like Fabian Zetterlin who is anticipated to maybe have another decent year for New Jersey Devils. So my thing is, like, Alexander Holtz can definitely do it, but it's not guaranteed. And the, the more we talk about the prospects, it seems like the less we talk about Alexander Holtz and what he was able to do in Utica because I feel as though his production was there. But unfortunately, it's just like, when he got to the NHL, he didn't really capitalize on his chance. So you got someone like Nolan Foote, who struggled in Utica, but he was able to capitalize on his brief NHL stint uh, during the course of this season. And then you got someone like Fabian Zetterlin, who was able to do the same thing. And, and if Fabian Zetterlin is given a, uh, a decent role and, and, and plays in more games, you can't help but think, what could Fabian Zetterlin potentially do? And I would like to see Zetterlin becoming an enforcer as well just to be that spark plug player. And you got someone like Miles Wood coming back for New Jersey Devils as well. So the, the competition is getting a little stiff for Alexander Holtz and what uh, spot he can slide into because you pretty much, I, I think if you ask any Devils fan, they're going to say that Fabian Zetterlin is going to make the roster over Alexander Holtz. But I, I'm just saying, Holtz, you got to do, if you feel as though you gave your all during training camp, you got to give a little bit more because, you got stiff competition. The prospect pool is tops in the NHL for a reason. So, uh, yes, it's possible. I haven't lost faith in Alexander Holtz. I don't know why people have already. I'm just saying, like, it's not going to be easy for him. So, if he was struggling in Utica, I would say, okay, yeah, that's when you raise the red flag. But he wasn't. But when he got to the NHL, pretty much nothing. Non-factor. But if you give him a sizable role, could he do something? So my thing is, like, he's got to earn it. So whatever he does in training camp, I think that's going to be a uh, telltale sign as to whether or not he's going to be given a decent role in the NHL. So those are the five questions, courtesy of Chrissy Flannery of the Hockey Writers. So leave a comment down below if you're watching on YouTube. What are some questions that you have for New Jersey Devils going into the season? And what is your thought process? If you're listening on a podcast streaming service, hit me up on my personal Twitter page, at TreyMatt4. I would love to hear from you and also the show's Twitter page at Locked on Devils. And we're, we're on the grind to get 1,000 subscribers. I don't think we're going to get it before puck drop, but, you know, we're more than halfway there. So uh, hopefully you, you guys are going to see more consistency. I'm back in my apartment, no longer doing school Wi-Fi. So hopefully that helps things a little bit. So uh, as for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.